Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Ooh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, and 15 gigs of data and a mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash jesse and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, go to puretalk.com slash jesse to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Oh boy, you didn't think the COVID lockdowns were over and you didn't think the people were sorry, did you? We'll talk about that tonight. We have Lee Smith joining us. We have Blue State sucking it up tonight. All that's coming up on I'm Right. I'm starting to notice a pattern. And it's, it's a rough, look, it's a working theory. And since it's a working theory, I figured I might as well work it out for you, with you, I guess I should say, on the air. Let's work through this theory together. Because here's the thing about lying. There are some lies, especially little lies, you can get away with forever. I mean, people are like, the truth always comes out. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. There are so many truths about a thousand things, a million things that you'll never know, that I'll never know. There are little lies you've told that will never come out in the end. That's just the nature of it. That's, that's naive. Every, the truth always comes out. No, it doesn't. But when it comes to gigantic lies, big ones, you can't hide them forever. 
especially, especially not in this age. Maybe, maybe way back in the day before the invention of television and radio and, and all these things, you could probably hide huge lies back then when everything is shared by, by mail, by typewriter or handwritten. You, you've only got one news source. Well, I mean, I guess if they wrote it down, but today, everyone has a cell phone, cell phone camera. Many, many, many people have social media, maybe you do text messages, group messages. Eventually, if you're, let's say, a government or several governments, and you've chosen to lie to millions and millions and millions, frankly, billions of people, even if you all join together, we're all on the same team, we're all going to lie, eventually the truth is going to come out. Now the question is, how long does that take and at the end, when the truth does come out, is anyone going to get in trouble? And that's the bad news. Eventually, the truth is coming. Well, the truth is coming out right now about things like Fauci, about things like COVID and lockdowns and all this crazy stuff. The truth is already coming out. But is it in time? And is anyone going to get in trouble for it? Because we're obviously we're not in time to save the country, to save the economy, to save the mental health of America, America's children. We're not in time to bring back all these suicides that went up. We're not in time to bring back the children who killed themselves. We're not in time to save the people who miss cancer screenings. No, we're not in time. But you're slowly but surely starting to see the truth come out. Now, I need to clarify something. It's coming out very much unwillingly. It's not like all the people who lied to you for the last two or three years are, are just excited to finally ex get the truth out there. It happens slowly, and they're dragging their feet as much as possible, but it is coming. Elon Musk, dude who bought Twitter, shocked the world this weekend when he put something out on social media saying, my pronouns are prosecute Fauci. Elon, what, what are you doing? You sound like some fire-breathing right-winger out there. That sounds like something I would say. Prosecute Fauci. What? From a relatively middle-of-the-road billionaire? Where's this coming from? Well, Musk chose to elaborate and talked about how Fauci lied to Congress. He funded gain-of-function research that killed people, millions of people. And you can't hide so many of the things that are coming out now. Remember how many people we've talked to on this show, experts we've talked to that have showed Dr. Fauci ruled like a tyrant. And if you didn't do what he said, and if you didn't echo the things he wanted echoed, Dr. Fauci, he would strangle the money that flowed to this medical community or this medical university. You see, he did very, very, very much rule. He ruled everything. And we're learning more and more and more that this guy is not a good human being. And I need to clarify something, because maybe right now, maybe you've seen what's happened over the last two or three years. But let's say, unlike me, you're a good-hearted person. You have a really kind heart. And maybe right now, you're tempted to do something like this. Well, he made a couple mistakes. Well, he just, he didn't know. Look. Maybe I would give you that. Maybe I would give you that. If, at this point in time, Dr. Fauci would observe all the endless destruction that came from lockdowns with nothing gained. It didn't stop anything. Remember, 
The red states fared better than the blue states. The lockdowns did nothing. Your mask was always stupid. Six feet social distancing was always stupid. Closing schools for even one day was always stupid. This is not an opinion. This is a fact. We know these things now. And so Dr. Fauci, he knows these things too. As much of an evil little troll as he is, he can read. He sees the data. He knows the truth. And so, no, I'm not going to give you the, well, he just made some mistakes thing, considering he was just on CNN yesterday doubling down on everything. Could we have been less restrictive about schools and less restrictive about closing down the economy and focused, if not from the very start, earlier on, on the elderly? You know... In the absence of vaccination, that would have been very difficult to do. So when you're dealing in the beginning, it was like a tsunami that you needed to shut off quickly and then open up as quickly as you possibly can. Did it feel like we opened up as quickly as you possibly could? And I keep hearing so many people echo this now, especially the people who got everything wrong. Maybe your neighbor, friends, or like this, relatives. I keep hearing this thing like, there was a tsunami! It was a pandemic. It was a... You do understand that most of this stuff, almost all of it, was grossly overblown by the media and the medical community, right? I mean, we are still, we are still grown up enough to accept the reality that well north of 99% of people survive coronavirus just fine. I'm not dismissing it as being something that can be deadly to super fat people or the elderly. I'm not dismissing that at all. Obviously, it can be. You don't have a pandemic if 99.9% of people survive the virus. That's not a pandemic. That's not a tsunami. That doesn't need some massive government action. Not that you ever need some massive government action. And Dr. Fauci knows all this, by the way. And I do need to point something else out. And I'm going to be careful with this. And I'm going to be careful for this reason. I'm about to talk about people dying suddenly. Maybe you've seen the documentary. Very good one, by the way. But I remember, I distinctly remember, like it was yesterday. I remember as soon as the Democrats went from saying, I'd never take this vaccine, to Joe Biden getting elected, and now all of them saying, you must take this vaccine or you need to be fired or arrested. I remember. I remember the relentless push over and over and over again for it, the endless propaganda campaign, largest propaganda campaign in the history of mankind. And I remember every single time an unvaccinated person died from coronavirus. I remember these soulless ghouls sharing it, talking about it, bragging about it, spiking the football on this dead person's face. Ha ha ha, you're so stupid. Ha ha ha, get vaccinated, unlike this dummy. Ha ha ha. So I'm going to be very, very careful with how I present this information. But I am simply going to point out, in, in just over the past few days, we've had a perfectly healthy believe 30s or 40s reporter covering the World Cup fall over dead for no reason whatsoever, a perfectly healthy 25-year-old athlete football player fall over dead. We have young people across the United States of America and the world all of a sudden developing heart problems and falling over dead as if they're 85-year-old chain smokers. And Dr. Fauci is still on television trying to inject your child with a therapeutic that is now so dangerous it should be pulled off the market.
How dangerous is it to be near our grandchildren? They have not been vaccinated beyond what's required in the schools. Right. Well, vaccination, again, is the answer. So if you want to protect your grandchildren and vice versa, I would encourage the family. So if you're the grandparent, I would encourage my child, who is the parent of my grandchildren, to get their children vaccinated. If you look at the curve of deaths and hospitalization among unvaccinated people compared to vaccinated and boosted people, you really don't need a statistician to tell you what the right thing to do is. It really makes a lot of sense to protect yourself from serious illness and even protecting your family from getting them infected. Even the Washington Post is reporting that now the majority of deaths are from vaccinated people. And I just want to rewind to something. I know when they were pushing this vaccine out there, especially in the beginning, they were pushing the vaccine and the justification they used to push the vaccine, the justification they used for every vaccine mandate was this. They said over and over and over and over again on camera, they said the vaccine stops the spread, that if you get vaccinated, you won't spread it. Dr. Fauci himself said that several times on camera. We have known that that has been an outright lie for a long, long, long time. The vaccine does not stop the spread of coronavirus. Therefore, what difference would it make if you're a grandparent, parent, grandchild? How does it protect anyone in your life, co-worker, anybody, whether or not you get vaccinated? Whatever you believe about the therapeutic they're still calling a vaccine, there is no benefit to the people around you. If you think there's a benefit to you, knock yourself out, enjoy yourself. Go have a heart attack. I don't care. But it does not stop the spread. It does not slow the spread. It doesn't do anything to protect the people in your life. Yet Dr. Fauci is still out there saying it does. Prosecute Fauci. That's what Elon Musk said. Prosecute Fauci. Oh, that's got to be the bare minimum. Dr. Fauci, instead of sailing off into the sunset with a $400,000 a year pension, courtesy of you, the taxpayer, I'm not making that up, and walking right into a corporate boardroom in some big pharmaceutical company, which we all know he's going to do, and pulling in a million or two a year, Dr. Fauci should be forced to spend that million or two a year at the prison cantina at Leavenworth. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. Kristen Sinema is leaving the Democratic Party. Should you care? What do you make of that? And someone's pitching Tim Scott for president. We'll talk about that in just a second. Before we talk about that, I have a complaint. The complaint is actually from my mother. And the complaint is about Eden Pure Thunderstorm. Because I've been telling you about these little Eden Pure Thunderstorms for the longest time. This wonderful little air purifier. And I've been telling you, what do I tell you? It's fixed my allergies kills the viruses and mold in the air. And I've been telling you that it takes the smell out of the air. And it does all those things. Mom texted me over the weekend that she had to unplug hers. And I said, oh, no, why? What went wrong? Is it broken? What's wrong? She said, no, I love the smell of my Christmas tree. My parents always get a real Christmas tree. They don't do the fake one. I love the smell of my Christmas tree. And the Eden Pure Thunderstorm took all the smell out of the air. <laughs> I told you these things are amazing. Go get a three-pack to plug in after Christmas. EdenPureDeals.com code JESSE gets you $200 off that three-pack. EdenPureDeals.com code JESSE. We'll be back. 
Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country, giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning. Kristen Sinema is leaving the Democratic Party. I'm sure you've seen the news out there. What should you take from this? Nothing. She is in a state that is not blue. People think Arizona's blue because they have a Democrat governor and two Democratic senators. It's really, really a weird state, more of a purple state, but it's definitely not a blue state. She knows this. She knows she can't run hard left and actually keep getting reelected there. And I actually ran for office back in Arizona, so I'm, I've been familiar with Kristen Cinema for a long time. That was back when she was in the state house there. She has a reputation for... <coughs> A lot of things, but one of the things she has reputation for is being a very crafty politician. She probably was not going to be able to get out of a Democrat primary, so she switched to independent so she can keep being a U.S. senator. That's all there is to it. You know what I do care about? I do care that I don't care about something. Doesn't make sense, but let me explain. Let me explain. Uh, after I've been thinking about it, after I've been thinking about the midterm elections, right? midterm elections just happened. And now we have the official numbers. Now that Walker lost in Florida, we have the 51-49 minority in the Senate. And when, once, that was, once that was official, I woke up, and we talked about it on the show that night. I woke up and I thought, I don't care. And to which people will say to me, yeah, Jesse, I know Republicans are, they kind of suck, but Democrats are worse. I mean, yeah, Democrats are worse, but tell me why I'm supposed to care about Republicans not controlling the Senate. I want someone to explain it to me in detail, because let me tell you something about Republicans, Republican senators. Over and over and over again, after, over the last three, four, five years, they have routinely passed trillion-dollar bill after trillion-dollar bill after trillion-dollar bill, worked hand-in-hand -hand with Democrats to pass these massive bills. Just recently, as you may remember, Republicans, 15 of them, not one or two, 15 cross the aisle to go vote with Democrats on a gun control bill. I'm looking right now at Senator Tom Tillis, Republican. He's working hand in hand with Kristen Sinema on amnesty, on trying to provide an, an amnesty bill for millions of people who are not Americans, who don't belong here. Why am I supposed to care? Am I supposed to care that Tom Tillis doesn't have more power in the Senate? Am I supposed to care that Mitch McConnell is not Senate Majority Leader? Mitch McConnell's the one who directed the 15 Republicans to pass a gun control bill. Why am I supposed to care? I know it sucks. I know the Senate sucks. I know Democrat control of the Senate sucks. You're telling me Republican control is, Republican control is better in any kind of a significant way? You really expect me to believe that? I don't believe that at all. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of Republicans being the surrender caucus at all times. I actually saw a story today. It cracked me up out of Politico. Is it time for Tim Scott? I see this from Republicans all the time. 
Tim Scott, maybe Tim Scott should run for president. Tim Scott should be uh, Trump's VP or DeSantis's VP. Tim Scott, Tim Scott. Tim Scott may be a very nice guy. I don't know him personally. I know a few of them. I don't know him. But maybe he is. I don't, I don't know. But I do know this about Tim Scott. He's everything we don't need and can't afford right now. That's just the truth. Tim Scott is everything we don't need and can't afford right now. And what am I talking about? Do you remember when St. George Floyd was killed in Minneapolis and Black Lives Matter and Antifa, with media help and Democrat politician help, began to whip up another false narrative like they do every time. They cement a false narrative in there and then they run with it because they're trying to destroy something and they know someone's death is a good opportunity to give them to destroy something. And the narrative was this. Cops are the problem in the urban black community. That's what you heard over and over again. America's racist. It's just the cops. If we could just get rid of the cops, which is insane. I mean, you can hate cops all you want, like cops, it doesn't matter to me. Nobody with any familiarity about the urban black community would say the cops are the problem there. It could be drugs, it could be a, it could be a bunch of different things, but and it definitely ain't the cops. And in response to this false narrative being built, Tim Scott did what? Did he counter the narrative? Did he step up and boldly say, this is wrong? We will not, this is wrong? This is the truth? Nope, Tim Scott said, well, I'm working with Cory Booker on federal police reform. Tim Scott might be the nicest guy in the world, but Tim Scott, while America was being lit on fire, grabbed a big old can of gasoline and began dumping it on that blaze. Too weak to stand up to the mob, too weak to stand up to the narrative of the day. Everything we don't need and can't afford. No thanks. All right. We have more. Here's what we have. We have great Christmas gift ideas. It's hard to shop for people for Christmas, especially guys. Guys are especially hard to shop for. I, I know this because I am one of those guys, and every person in my family complains that I'm very, very hard to shop for. So allow me to make your life a little bit easier right now. You know what every guy on the planet likes? Comfortable socks. Grip6 has the greatest socks ever, ever. They just, like, well, they grip your foot. Wallets. I know you all love my wallets by now. I know, because I get the emails. Jesse, this is the greatest thing ever. This thing is amazing. Does it go in my back pocket? Goes in my front pocket? Carry it where you want, I guess. Has this whole lot. You can get the loop or not get the loop. That's up to you. But, you know, my cards are in here, right? Just all the cards I need. Driver's license, few credit cards. And my cards are locked in. They don't come out, you see. But when I want them out, I just squeeze, and they all come popping out. That's freaking awesome. Grip6.com, promo code JESSE gets you a discount on all this stuff. Oh, check out their belts. Their belts are great. Grip6.com, promo code JESSE. I want Lee's perspective on all this stuff. I, I, it's all anyone's talking about right now is the Twitter files this and Twitter files that. And since it's social media, I don't think it's the most important thing in the world. But it clearly is very important because the media is so daggone mad about it. Joining me now, my friend Lee Smith, author of The Permanent Coup and The Strong Horse and many other great books. I go read everything Lee writes, by the way. Lee, okay, so let's stick with the COVID perspective from now. From a COVID perspective, 
Do we know anything from all these Twitter files that are being released? How bad was the COVID propaganda campaign coming out of there? I, we know less uh, from the Twitter file releases than we do from uh, uh, disclosures in the court case, Missouri versus Biden, you know, where uh, Attorney General of Missouri, Eric Schmidt, who's now become the U.S. Senator from the state of Missouri, has filed suit against the administration, joined by, you know, the Attorney General from other states, including Louisiana. Uh, we know much more about this, the, the, the number of officials, um, <laughs> federal government officials, who went to social media platforms, Facebook, uh, Twitter, I believe Instagram as well. And so we have, um, we have some names and we have all of the agencies. So we'd like to see a little more coming from, um, from the Twitter file releases. Those you know, just recently we saw uh, Elon Musk himself tweeting, uh, what, did it, what was it, the exact phrase? He says, pronouns, prosecute Fauci. Yeah. Um, okay, so, me. I mean, look, if you can produce information to substantiate that, that would be great. There's, I believe there's a number of cases to be made there. Okay, well, that's what I wanted to ask you, because I don't know anything about this legal law, habeas corpus stuff, all these Latin words. I know that's not what habeas corpus means, but I don't, I don't understand. Is there something illegal? Obviously, everyone can look at this stuff and agree. Well, I should say sane people can look at this stuff and agree, okay, this is gross, this is wrong, but there are many, many, many things that are gross and wrong that aren't illegal. Putting beans in chili isn't illegal, but it's gross and wrong. Is, <laughs> is anything illegal? Well, I, I, I think it's important. I mean, obviously people are, are right to be infuriated, not just infuriated, outraged, heartbroken by the amount of damage done by, um, done by the public health bureaucracy of the United States during COVID. And Jesse, no one has has put a finer point on this than you have about what it means to shut down an economy. It's not something you can just restart up like um, like your bicycle. Um, so that in itself is very bad. And I, I, I'd like to believe that there are cases, uh, that there are suits that will issue from that. I think it's very important though to understand Fauci in the proper framework. Look, the guy is not just a public health official, Never mind being just an infectious disease doctor, right? Anthony Fauci, was the uh, bio-defense czar of the United States. That's why he was paid so much money, not just because he'd been around for 40 years, almost as long as J. Edgar Hoover, but because of the significance of his role. And so what the COVID story represents is a national security failure. And this, I believe, is why we saw national security officials stepping in, pressuring uh, Twitter, uh, pressuring Facebook and others to censor different people. It's a national security scandal. That's what happened to national security scandal on two fronts. First of all, it appears that Fauci helped facilitate uh, w weapons of mass destruction technology to the People's Republic of China. That's A. There's another part of the scandal as well. And that is part of Fauci's role as the biodefense czar was to develop different countermeasures to a bioweapons attack. We now know that the mRNA vaccines were not only spectacular failures, but they have done lots of damage 
to people across the world, not just in the United States, but to people across the world. In fact, we see all sorts of European countries that will not administer them anymore. So in other words, American allies are showing how much faith they have in Dr. Anthony Fauci's role as biodefense czar. They will not let their own citizens anymore take the countermeasures that Fauci developed in the event of a bioweapons attack. So that's, I think, okay, so how to, we really need to see this. Okay, so just to be clear, European nations, modern nations, are banning their citizens from taking something that the entire U.S. government, media, and public health apparatus is still forcing into the arms of America. So we're actually one of the most corrupt countries in the world. Do I have that rightly? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I want to point again to where this corruption comes from. It's not just the corruption of big pharma, right? And it's not just Anthony Fauci, uh, Anthony Fauci or the NIH or NIAID. It's a national security scandal. That's where the corruption comes from. And it implicates Republicans as well as Democrats. This has been going on for 20 years and perhaps trillions of dollars have been spent Right, both uh, both U.S. taxpayer money as well as private sector money, including from figures like Bill Gates, and we see the job that Fauci did now as biodefense czar. Americans are 100% not only vulnerable. Right, what happened is is that Americans cannot any longer have any faith in these countermeasures developed by the national security establishment to protect us from a bioweapons attack. And now all of our adversaries around the world have seen how entirely vulnerable the United States is to a bioweapons attack because Anthony Fauci as biodefense czar failed at his job spectacularly. That's why it's important for them to cover this up. Lee, tell me about Bill Gates and his involvement in all this. This name keeps popping up seemingly yeah. everywhere. How is he involved here? I think the Gates-Fauci relationship gives us uh, insight into the larger picture. Look, we're always trying to figure out exactly why, um, why does this consortium of uh, spies political and corporate elites, the press and social media, who, who, who's running it, who's in charge, who sits on top. And I think the Fauci-Gates relationship gives us some real insight because basically Fauci treated Bill Gates like a, like a, like a whale, right? He wanted his money. Gates is not someone who's making decisions. It's Fauci who is making decisions how to spend the money, where this money would be allocated. And I think it's important to understand what vaccines are in the context of biodefense. They are regarded as countermeasures. So we shouldn't understand vaccines to be standing on their own. These are countermeasures as part of a biodefense program. And that's what Gates was doing. He was helping fund Fauci's biodefense program. Okay, well, I want, I want to circle back to something a little bit different then. Yul Roth, Twitter, Donald Trump. Donald Trump had this little video out, and this is back from 2020. This is our, this is the arbiter. This guy is the arbiter of what's supposed to go on Twitter. He's the one he thought that, uh, he thought, and he used CNN as a guide. CNN, which is fake news, he uses CNN as a guide. His name is Yoel Roth. 
Okay, everyone's no. talking about this Yoel Roth guy who looks like a total creep at this point in time, but I'm a lot more concerned about Yoel Roth's coordination with the Federal Bureau of Investigation because Yoel Roth cannot actually destroy my life, but the FBI very much can. How much corruption was taking place at the FBI under Bill Barr, I might point out? Yeah, I, we should definitely we should definitely uh, note Barr's role here. Just to say very quickly, it's very important, right? Remember that Bill Barr knew about Hunter Biden's laptop because he wrote in his own book he was shocked to hear the Democratic candidate for president, Joe Biden, lie that the laptop was Russian disinformation. So Barr knew the laptop was authentic. Even while his deputies at the FBI were out briefing that it was Russian disinformation. So um, William Barr should be uh, compelled to answer significant questions about uh, election interference in the 2020 vote. Right. This is very important. And Jesse, I agree with you 100 percent. There's no doubt that this guy, Yoel Roth, is um, a, a, a creep, as you say. But one of the important things that we'd like to see, I think, more information coming from these Twitter files is the um, is the role of federal government um, agencies, including the FBI here. Right. We see suggestions. Yoel Roth is joking around about, oh, no, it wasn't the FBI presumably being sarcastic as though it was the FBI. We would like to have names. We would like to know who was involved. We've seen different things on social media, different posts about the number of former FBI and CIA officials who were working in redundant positions at Twitter in, um, in security, uh, compliance, such things like that. And we remember the deputy, uh, the deputy, deputy general counsel of the FBI at the time was none other than Mr. James Baker, who had been general counsel at the FBI when the uh, Russia collusion operation was set in motion, targeting Donald Trump, his aides, and eventually Donald Trump supporters as well. So Jesse, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. We need more detail on what federal authorities, what federal agencies were doing to censor Americans. That's what's central here. If it's just these clowns at Twitter who are telling people to shut up, while that's very bad and they may be liable in different ways, the real issue here is, did the government work to violate the First Amendment rights of Americans? That's the key. Amen. Lee Smith, you're the best, brother. Thank you. Thank you, Jesse. Take care. God bless you, man. You too. It is, it is wild how corporate America and the government, how they just have come together and become one, is it not? It's crazy to think about this, a company as huge as Twitter, not just working hand in hand with the FBI. You walk out of the doors of the FBI and you walk right into your Twitter office. It's some high paying job. They just, they are truly one now. It's, it's unbelievable to me. It's, look, it's, it's a big reason why I push public SQ so hard. I'm trying to fight against the corporate aspect of it. We can't really fight against the government aspect of it, right? And we can vote and things like that. But the corporate aspect is something we can fight against. We can put our money where our morals are, find companies that share our values, and only shop there. If you're going out today and you need to go purchase goods or services somewhere, your first thing before you leave the house, the first thing you should be doing is opening up your public SQ app right there on your phone, public SQ, and looking where you should be shopping. They have a huge, ever-growing database of businesses that share your values in your area.
Download Public SQ today. All right? Public SQ. We'll be back. What do I tell you all the time? Get out. Get out of your blue area and get to a red area for a bunch of different reasons. One, we need you in our red areas. We need you to move here and become an activist here because they're coming for our red areas too. So we need you here to help batten down the hatches, to fortify things. Get down here, get on our school board, work for a campaign, run for city council. We need you out of your blue area to our red area because we need help. And we don't want you wasted. We don't want your vote and your existence wasted behind enemy lines. That's a big part of why I tell you that. Another huge part of why I tell you get out over and over and over again. And I don't care that it makes you mad. I'm right. I've done it. I don't care that it makes you mad. I tell you to get out for your own sake. See, the first part, you know, get here, become an activist. I'll be honest, that's selfish. That's more for my sake. I love my red area. I want it to stay this way. I want it to stay a sane place. And I want you to come help me make it a stay in place, keep it a stay in place. That's the selfish part. The unselfish part is this. This is the part that's about you. I want you and your family to be as safe as humanly possible. And I want you to understand, please understand this. This isn't even the year 2000, 2010. Today's Democratic Party, they are committed nationwide to releasing violent criminals from jail and prison. This is intentional because they're communists, as I've explained, and releasing violent people from prison so they can commit more acts of violence, which creates angst and chaos, which is where the, the, the communist really, really grows his power. That's been communism 101 forever. One of the first things Lenin did is walk into the Russian prisons and turn all the murderers and rapists loose. Hey, go have fun, guys. This is communism 101. They're doing this right now. They're doing it in your blue area, and you have nothing to protect you, which I will get to in just a moment. I have two sons. One is 12, one is 14 years old. My sons, they're in a very safe neighborhood, in a very safe city, with people who share their values. But there are 14-year-olds in New York who walk down the street and people are trying to stab them in broad daylight. Looks like fun, right? You want to raise your kid there? Also, New York should point out, if you're walking down the street randomly, somebody might point out a baseball bat and hit you in the back of the head with it. Oh, but wait, there's more. You see that psychopath who just brained somebody with a Louisville slugger walking down the sidewalk? Oh, you know what he's doing right now? Maybe you're sitting there, I'm sure he's rotting in a jail cell. What? They released him right away. Right out on bail. Right back in the streets. Out there eating New York pizza. He's probably watching Netflix as we speak. And so what else does this mean? What it means is this. If you're a cop in one of these big cities and you're out there, you want to clean up the streets, right? That's generally why people become cops. I realize there are plenty of bad cops, but in general, people become cops because 
They want to stop bad guys. They want to be a good guy stopping bad guys. That's why you want to be a cop. So you go out there and you spend your time trying to find these vile pieces of trash and slap some handcuffs on them and toss them in jail somewhere. And you're thinking to yourself, yeah, I got them off the streets. And then you wake up the next day and you find out the violent scumbag you just arrested, putting yourself and your partner at risk. You find out he's already back out on the streets. You're going to leave. You're going to leave and you're going to go to a place in the country that doesn't do that. And here's the thing. It's not just that the cops are quitting. Right now, 30% of the NYPD is resigning. 3-0. resigning. It's not just that 30% are resigning. It's the best 30%. It's the genuine good guys who want to clean up the streets and they can't sit and stomach what's happening to their city. And so they're leaving. And so not only is violent crime going up, the criminals are being let loose, and the police force is actually getting worse and worse and worse. And this is the environment where you want to raise your kids, walk to the park with your wife, husband. Why? You, you understand that you understand that if something were to happen to you in that city, and let's say you had to take the steps necessary to defend yourself in some way. You understand that you wouldn't be released without bail, right? You understand that they would take a, the communists who run that place, Alvin Bragg, Eric Adams, things like that, or wherever, wherever you live, whatever blue area you live, do you understand that they will immediately go to your online profile? They'll find out exactly who you voted for, what your political leanings are. And you understand that your act of self-defense as you protected your wife from Mr. Louisville Slugger will throw, will have you ending up in a New York state prison for the next 20, 30 years of your life. Now tell me again why you're there. Why are you there? They're trying to disarm you. Get this. AR-15 should not be allowed in the state of Connecticut. By the way, this is the governor of Connecticut. Should not be allowed in the state of Connecticut. I think they're killers. I think they're incredibly dangerous in our community. You're not serious about crime if you leave them on the street. So while they turn the violent criminals loose over and over and over again, and they run the good cops out of the police force, they're also actively trying to disarm you so you can't defend yourself at all. I am not cold-hearted. I take that back, I am, but I'm not being cold-hearted. I know what it's like, I've moved my whole life. I know what it's like to leave friends, family, school you love, your favorite restaurants. It's hard to find a new barber when you get where you're going. Maybe you're in a church you adore. Maybe you have family obligations that don't allow you to leave. I, I get that too, I get that too. But if it's an option for you, please get out and please understand this, this gets worse from here. There's not some pendulum swing because over and over and over again, we've already seen over the past few years that these elections pop up and these politicians who are turning the, turning the criminals loose from the jails, when they're up for re-election, they get re-elected over and over and over again. So there can't be a pendulum swing because there has been no punishment for the politicians doing this. Your blue area isn't about to bounce back. It gets worse from here. You stay, you get what you get. Don't throw a fit. All right, we got light in the mood next.
But first, I want you to give the Christmas gift of a lifetime to somebody. Go buy somebody a First TV subscription. Become a First TV supporter is what I mean. Then they get special access to things. Special uh, specials. We have great specials that only supporters get and so many other things. Go to thefirsttv.com slash support today. Sign yourself or someone else up or both. We'll be back. All right, it's time for Lighten the Mood today. And nothing lightens my mood more than being witnessed once again to the Vice President of the United States of America, 50-some-year-old woman, I think she's 57, being so personally awkward and just devoid of any kind of a personality at all. Again, it's one thing if you're a 14-year-old girl still figuring out who, do you, who you are. How are you 57? And you still are just, well, here she is. According to my best ability. Madam Mayor. Let's <laughs> 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 see you tomorrow. Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details.
Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, it's been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He had enlisted in the military after graduating high school. He left behind a pregnant fiancé who gave birth to a son he would never meet. Thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tunnel to Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home, relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's most catastrophically injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.